clay tumblers, plates, fountains, masks, planters, pots, dias and more adorn many homes in India. Lamps and greens, yellows and red mingled with browns are a common sight in most villages and now cities too in India. Moving away from the rustic unglazed finish, the artisans offer state-of-the-art objects such as beautifully painted African masks, fountains, dias, table pieces, wall hangings, even earthen stools. A far cry from the regular plain earthen dias and pots that were earlier found on pavements in India, these handcrafted pieces are made for those who like all things beautiful and ethnic. For long, terracotta has been a poor man's vessel, the rough pots used to store water as they remain cool in hot weather. Made of easily available clay and crafted by hand on a potter's wheel, they are a legacy handed down from the ancient civilizations. Long before candles and LEDs became the norm, earthen dias were lit for prayers in every temple. Terracotta idols and shrines were common. But how did terracotta evolve into a beautiful art form that made its way back into plush urban homes, a far cry from the traditional picture found in rural homes? Among the many artisans selling these in fairs across the cities at different times of the year, I had met Praveen Kumar at a stall in Dili Hot, Delhi, in 2016. According to Kumar, the need to store water in these pots is limited now as people have refrigerators. But the craftsmen who worked with clay are not equipped for another profession. Our family has been in this business for the last 35 years. We have a unit in Alwar district, Rajasthan, where we employ around 50 craftsmen and produce around 500 pieces for each design in a month. Traditionally, people would buy idols of gods made of terracotta around Diwali and also dias to decorate their homes and invite positive energy. But now we find people like the earth and look and feel of these items that represent Indian culture. We have been participating in exhibitions across major metros in the country. We have traveled to Mumbai, Hyderabad, Ahmedabad to name a few cities, elucidates the young man. He has even traveled abroad for exhibitions with his father and says that people are very fascinated by these handcrafted items. Not only Indians, foreigners also buy our pieces, because they are made by hand and cannot be replicated easily. The craft involves molding to perfection and coloring in bright attractive colors with symbolic motifs. Moving from city to city, he says that people like African masks, fountains, pots and small artifacts such as turtles, peacocks, Buddha faces. The molds for each design are different and five different kinds of clay are mixed. The clay is sourced from the villages in Haryana. Each design, the intricate work on the piece, would have different needs and artisans are trained in different areas. It takes about 20 days to make each piece, he elaborates. Besides the traditional red terracotta, now people ask for more colorful pieces, says Kumar. Different colors make a piece attractive and saleable. The price range begins at 25 rupees and goes up to 5,000 rupees for a large piece. Even though Kumar has a small shop in Delhi's Janakari and a larger one in Alwar, he finds that people buy more through exhibitions and fairs. In Delhi, terracotta decor item sellers are in Sarajini Nagar, near Malvia Nagar Metro Station, and near Apollo Hospital, Sarita Vihar. There are many sellers who can be found on the roadside all over the town. Moving from Dili Hot to Daskar near Mayrali, Delhi, we found something different for homes. Here terracotta has taken the shape of utility items such as tumblers, plates, tawas, bowls for storage, kettle and cups and plates. Properly treated and safe to cook in, these are made by artisans in the villages of Odisha and brought to the exhibitions and fairs in the cities by Native Roots, a NGO. Its co-founder Rubindra Narayan Mishra, a corporate lawyer, 
saw the dismal condition of the artisans in Orissa, and decided to help out with year-round employment and keeping the skills alive. I am not sure if the NGO is still around, this was 2016. However, the utensils are easily available online. Of course, all of us in India have had tea in a colad, if not in a terracotta cup and saucer. Eating and cooking in terracotta items has been prevalent in all major ancient civilizations, be it the Indus Valley or Mohenjo-Daro. We have worked on the technology and it is perfectly safe to make roti on these tawas. They won't crack or break down. The bowls can be used in microwaves too. We have even approached the government for help as keeping the skills of these artisans alive is important. It is sustainable employment. Moreover, we ensure that the items are treated properly and are hygienic before we bring them to the fairs. We have developed different molds for each piece, says Mishra. The artisans can work only six months in a year, as during the monsoon or winter, the clay doesn't dry properly. We are trying to build common facilities for them to use. But it's a slow process. The price range varies from 50 rupees to 5,000 rupees. From where comes terracotta? In Italian, terracotta means baked earth. It is any kind of fired clay or an object such as vessel, figure or structural form, made from coarse, porous clay. When fired, this clay changes color, going from dull ochre to red and is normally left unglazed. The journey of terracotta is as old as mankind. Terracotta figurines and vessels have been found in early civilizations such as Indus Valley, Mesopotamian, Greek and Mesoamerican. The most common use of terracotta in the ancient world was building brick, roof tiles and sarcophagi. Terracotta figurines and reliefs adorn temples and homes too. Small terracotta figures from the early Bronze Age, as early as 3000 BCE, were found in Greece. Larger objects dating from the 7th century BCE were also excavated. Primitive figures, molded statuettes of 6 to 7 inches in height, were found in Cyprus and Minoan Crete. The Cypriot figures comprise dancers or warriors, and the Cretan feature lively poses of women, horsemen or animals. Then there are the Tanagra figurines, found in Tanagra in central Greece, Boeotia. From the 4th century BCE, statuette production moved to Asia Minor, Rome, and Britain. In the east, the figures became more ornate. Greater than to give some examples, female figurines from Mohenjo-Daro, Pakistan, 3000 to 1500 BC, Bernie relief from ancient Mesopotamia, about 1950 BC, Olmec figurines from Mesoamerica, Ashapi mortuary statuettes in ancient Egypt. The famous terracotta army of Emperor Qin Shi Huang, 209-210 BC, in China is another famed example. Large-sized statues from the Gupta period in India are seen. Popular tradition of terracotta folk sculpture, such as the Bankura horses, is prevalent now also in India. Pre-colonial West African sculptural traditions also use terracotta such as the Nak culture of central and north-central Nigeria, the Ife-slash-Benin cultural axis in western and southern Nigeria and the Igbo culture area of eastern Nigeria. Terracotta died out with the Roman Empire in the 14th century. But like all things that transcend time, it made a comeback in 15th century Italy and Germany. Glazed and colored architectural relief features were seen in Florence, introduced in the 15th century by the Della Robbia family. Free sculptures were revived by artists such as Donatello, Barocchio Guido Mazzoni, and Antonio Bagrelli. Terracotta has been evolving since then, seen in the works of 18th-century French artists Jean-Baptiste Lemoyne and Jean-Antoine Hoden. 
pottery centers such as Sevres in France introduced mythological and allegorical themes. The modern revival of terracotta dates from the 20th century. In India, the potter's wheels never stopped rotating in the villages. Terracotta across India. West Bengal, the towns of Murshidabad, Jaisor, Burkhaun, Diga and Hooghly are famous for terracotta pots and figurines. It was in the 16th century that terracotta sculptures were carved out on Krishna temples here. They also worship the snake goddess Manasa and her shrine is constructed with tree branches, terracotta snakes and pots. The artisans use two or more types of clay from riverbeds and pits. The patterns are usually traditional or community-related. Bihar, the figures here date to the Mauryan period, 2nd-3rd century BCE. Horses are a recurrent theme in Indian terracotta and Darbanga is well known for its terracotta horses painted in bright rainbow colors. Clay elephants on rooftops signify marriage in the house. Gujarat, Tartisans from Gundiali and Budge district create clay pots with geometrical patterns. Other popular items are horses, cow, elephants, tigers, bulls, buffaloes, insects. Madhya Pradesh, artisans here create figures for rituals such as Hindu deities, human forms, birds, horses, snakes and elephants. Tamil Nadu, legend says that the potters of Tamil Nadu, known as Kuyavar or Velar, are the descendants of the master craftsman Vishwakarma. Here, Ayanar, a village god, is flanked by large white horses and elephants. Sometimes, he is sculpted riding on them. Shrines of gods and goddesses with terracotta statues such as Naga or Serpent Shrine, Ganesha, are popular in the villages. Haryana, evidence of terracotta art, dating back to pre-Harappan and Harappan culture, have been found here. These include toys, figurines, jewelry, toy cart frames. Around 1000 BC, Painted grayware, PGW, with black designs was made, usually associated with the Mahabharata and the site of Kurukshetra. In Su, figurines of mother goddess, animal and bird figurines and yaksha statues were found. Now, artists create painted vases, pots, lamps, toys, human and animal figurines, wall hangings, musical instruments and terracotta jewelry. Rajasthan, in this water-scarce region, terracotta pots are used to store water. They also worship terracotta idols of deities. The art of making toys and animal figures stems from the ancient Kalibangan site of Indus Valley civilization. Alwar is famous for coxy or paper-thin lightweight pottery. Pokharan is known for red and white terracotta articles with incised geometrical patterns. In Mola, horse figures, Ganesha idols, Nagdev, Barav, are made. From Bikaner district, come the colorful pottery items painted with black colors. Himachal Pradesh, most artisans live in the towns of Kangra, Chamba, Mandi, Kulu, and Shimla. The red and black pottery is etched with circular or linear patterns before firing and painted black and white. Odisha, dating to the 4th century BC, the tribal artisans create jewelry using special clay. Popular are animal figurines of bulls, horses and elephants, and jars, teacups, plates, roof tiles, pots, toys, pots, candle stands. Jammu and Kashmir, in Ladakh, the art is primarily related to statues and images connected with Buddhism, catering to the monasteries. And then there are tea kettles, barley wine pots, kitchen stoves, oil lamps, clay mask. Where to see terracotta art in India? 1. Adivart Tribal and Folk Art Museum, Kajaraho, Madhya Pradesh. This has over 500 tribal antiques, folk paintings, jewelry, masks, 
terracotta objects, metal craft and bamboo items. It is open from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., closed on Mondays and entry fee is 10 rupees. 2. Sanskriti Museum of Indian Terracotta, New Delhi From the common earthen pot that stores drinking water to the giant-sized cultic equestrian figures of the rural Tamil deities of the Iyanar cult, terracotta art occupies a central position in Indian life and culture. Having always had their existence outside the rigid rules of the Shilpa Shastras or the constituted Hindu canons governing artistic expression, terracotta art enjoys enormous freedom in terms of imagination and conception. 3. Terracotta Temples of Bishnupur, West Bengal Located in the Bankura district of West Bengal, the town is named after Lord Vishnu, the preserver. The beautiful terracotta temples date to the 16th century, built by the Mala dynasty. Crafted from the local laterite and brick, there are 17 temples spread in and around the town. They are covered with terracotta tiles depicting scenes from Ramayana and Mahabharata. The most famous ones are Shyam Ray Temple, the twin shrines of Jurbangla and the Rasmansha. The region is also famous for beautiful jars, discs, terracotta horses, elephants, Ganesha and Nataraj. In fact, Bankura horses were once used for religious purposes and are known for their symmetrical shape and rounded curves. 4. Asharikandi, a terracotta village in Assam. In this small cluster, almost 80 families create terracotta and pottery items. This village comes under Devaitola Development Block of Dubri District, Assam. Today, this is said to be the largest cluster in India where both terracotta and pottery crafts are made in the traditional way. The main raw material is hiramati, a special type of soil. Earlier, the potters would make the ware and utensils for the locals' aminders, but now they are devoted to their craft. Famous items of the village are hadama dal, aner horse, elephant, rhino, idols of god and goddesses. Famous artisans here. 1. Late Sarala Bala Devi who bagged the national award on terracotta craft, 1982, for creating hadama dal a lovely female figure with a child on her lap. 2. Durendra Nathpal, son of late Sarala Bala Devi, is an acclaimed craftsman. 3. Mahadev Paul bagged the state award on terracotta for his Ganesha idol. 4. Gokul Paul and Ashwini Paul are the young upcoming talents. While I don't have the famous Bangkor horses or African masks in my home, I do have a peacock dia stand and some stools which I paint on festive occasions and turn them into bright and happy items. Do share your experience with terracotta items too.